I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 37. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. All right, guys, welcome to another episode. Thank you for joining me on this parenting journey. Thank you for putting in the effort to become the parent of your dreams. I love working with parents. I love helping them be intentional and becoming empowered to be the change that they want to be. So today, we are going to be talking about your thoughts and beliefs and how they impact your teenager. What most people don't realize is that our teenagers are inadvertently adopting our mindsets and our beliefs. So before we jump into this, I want to thank all of you guys who have joined me in the Firmly Founded Parent Group. This is a powerful place to come develop your parenting skills and to become the parent that you want to be. It's a powerful place to get support, to get feedback, and also to have some accountability, which really helps in our efforts to improve as parents. So if you have not yet joined the membership, take a minute, go check it out. You can learn more at firmlyfounded.com slash parent. I said that weird, firmlyfounded.com slash parent. This is a group that I host with three other coaches. It's a powerful place to be. Okay, so like I said, today we are talking about how your thoughts and beliefs as a parent impact your teenager. And I want to share a quick quote. This is from Rourke Denver, and he's a former Navy SEAL. He has a good TED Talk if you want to go listen to it. And it's called Calm is Contagious. And he says, Calm is Contagious. You can supplant any word you want for calm. Chaos is contagious. Panic is contagious. Stupid 100% is contagious. So we like calm because it lets you keep your head. It keeps you focused on the mission at hand. So I love that quote because he's talking about being intentional with your emotions. And he's talking about how your emotions and how you show up have a tendency to rub off on those around us. And when we're intentional about it, he says it lets you keep your head. It keeps you focused on the mission at hand. One of the things I like to talk about is it allows you to focus on what is within your control, and it helps you to stop focusing on the things that are outside of your control. All right. So when it comes to how your thoughts and your beliefs and even your emotions, how they impact your teenager, we're really talking about your model as a parent. And remember, the model is something that I talk about in episode seven. This is a tool that my coach, Brooke Castillo, came up with. And 
with what we're talking about right now, we're really talking about our models and how our teenagers pick up on that and mirror how we think, how we feel, how we behave. And they typically get the same results that we as parents get. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about why this is. Human beings are herd animals. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the birds that fly through the air or even fish. And they're in this giant mass, this swarm that somehow they don't crash into each other and just all crash. They function as a herd. They see one another. They can read other animals' movements, their emotions, and they just, they live mirroring and fitting in the herd. So human beings, we're herd animals, and we also like to be part of a tribe. And similar to animals, we mirror the behavior of others. We adopt many of the thoughts and feelings and the beliefs of the people around us. So Jim Rohn is credited as saying, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Not only are you influenced by the five people you're closest to, you're influenced by everyone who's around you. You're influenced by society, by your community, by your family, anybody that you spend time with. I know, so I played football in high school and I coach at the high school level. Sometimes I coach at the little league level. I'm influenced by those people. We can't help it. This is part of being human being, part of being a human being. It's a survival and defense mechanism. The better we fit in historically and evolutionarily, the better we fit in, the more likely our chance of survival. So as human beings, like we are really good at fitting in. That's part of what we do. But now in today's world, we don't need to fit in as much as a defense mechanism. And it's important to be aware of what's going on. Okay, so I want to take a minute. Let's talk about our teens' models. And I'm not talking about like supermodels that maybe they put a poster up on their wall. I'm talking their model, the self-coaching model, the tool that I talked about in episode number seven, the tool that was created by my coach, Brooke Castillo. By understanding our teenagers' models and by understanding our models as their parents, we can start to see connections. The other day in a coaching call, I had a mother who's like, man, our son just... He got in trouble. We found out he was doing stuff that we don't approve of. We lost confidence in him. We don't trust him anymore. And she's like, now he's a shell of who he used to be. He doesn't have confidence. His self-esteem has really taken a hit. This is an example of the teenager's model reflecting the parent's model. The parents don't have confidence in him. And now the teenager is like, ooh. I don't have confidence in me. So teens subconsciously are trying to become like their parents. They can't help it. This is something that we are hardwired to do. Now, I know a lot of you are like, no, not my teen. He doesn't want to be anything like me. Yes, teenagers are growing up. They are trying to be unique. They're trying to be themselves. They're trying to be their own person. But Everything they do is being processed through their brain, which has been 
heavily influenced by you. Most people adopt the beliefs and values of their parents. You can see this in politics. You can see this in religion. You can see this in sports. If your parents cheer for the Raiders, you're more likely to cheer for the Raiders. Okay. Most people adopt the beliefs and the values of their parents. This isn't bad. This isn't brainwashing. It's simply how we were designed as humans. This is a skill that has kept our species alive. So I don't want you to judge it and be like, oh, this is such a bad thing. We're all being brainwashed. No, this is just part of being human. So the thing I want you to understand, like, is not a problem, but it could be. Be intentional about what you think and what you believe about your teenager, because they will adopt your thoughts and beliefs. What you think and believe, your teenager will likely think and believe. Be conscious about how you feel, how you let those feelings drive your actions. Your teenager will likely feel very similar to how you feel. They will pattern their actions based on what they see you do. So how you act and what you do, your teen is going to mirror. Uh, I was on a clubhouse recently talking to, I can't remember what she is. She's a doctor, maybe a psychologist. But she's talking about how um, a lot of therapy and counseling is geared around this uncontrollable desire to be like your parents. And so we have people who subconsciously want to be like their parents, but consciously they're like, no, I don't want to be like my parents. And this causes a disconnect. And so the reason I'm teaching you this is that your teenager, they can't help it. They're hardwired to become like you. So rather than focusing on controlling your teenager, focus on how you show up. Focus on the thoughts and the beliefs that are guiding your life. Focus on how you feel and how you let those feelings impact you. Focus on the actions that you're doing, knowing that, oh, what I do, my teenager is likely to do when they're an adult. This is why it's so important that we become aware of our own models as parents. I would invite you guys, explore this. Sit down, do a thought download every single day. It's as simple as setting a timer on your phone for five minutes, writing down all the thoughts that are in your head, which we have about 60,000 thoughts a day, and then exploring afterwards, oh, here are the thoughts. What are the facts and the circumstances? They're usually very few, and then the rest is just all of our thoughts. And then explore, oh, how do these thoughts make me feel? How does this one make me feel? What is an underlying feeling that keeps coming up? As we can be intentional, not only will that help our teenagers know how to be intentional, but that changes the impact and the influence that we have on their lives. So one of the things that I hear all the time is, oh, my teen is struggling with, and it could be anything. It oftentimes it's great. So they're struggling with school during the pandemic. They're struggling making friends. They're struggling with confidence. And the parents always say, my teen is struggling with blank. What should I do? So if, you're, if your teenager is struggling with confidence, have more confidence in yourself and in your teenager. 
This will pattern the behavior that you want. This will model the behavior that you want your teenager to adopt. Okay, my teen is struggling with anxiety. What should I do? Manage your anxiety. Become aware of it. Understand that, ooh, this is an uncomfortable feeling, but it doesn't hurt me. I can manage this. As you do that, your teen will now have an example, a model to copy to start managing their anxiety. My teen is struggling with motivation. Go explore your motivation. Learn what motivates you, what doesn't. Learn how you show up when you are motivated and how you show up when you're not motivated to still do the thing that you want to do even though you're not motivated. This will give your teenager an example. Parents all over the world could benefit from this. I have clients from Canada, Australia, all over the U.S. These are things that are happening around the world. And if you want to change your teen, your focus is in the wrong place. It's somewhere that you cannot control. So instead, be the change that you are hoping to see. They want help to be different. But the best way to help them is for you to be that change. Usually parents, like this is so natural. I find myself doing this all the time. We put our focus on our teenagers. That is the wrong place because we can't control our teenagers. I like to liken this to like when you're flying on an airplane and they say, okay, like before you even take off, so we're not flying yet, but the flight attendant standing up there and they usually say things like, hey, make sure your seatbelt's buckled. This is how you do it. If a mask drops down, put it on yourself before you help someone else. That's because you can't control other people. Save yourself. Take care of yourself so that you are now in a position where you can help others. Parents, with the best of intentions, are focusing on their teenagers, thinking, no, I got to put the mask on them. I got to save them. But that means that you're focusing on something outside of your control. That puts you in the victim seat. You have no power to change something that's outside of your control. So again, bring that focus inward. Focus on yourself. What can you do? How can you be the change that you want to see? This is powerful. I promise you. You have the power to understand your own models. You have the power to understand your thoughts and beliefs, where they are coming from. If you're like, like I want you to understand this. Tons of your thoughts and beliefs are going to be unconscious that you just picked up from your parents or maybe from a church leader once upon a time, or maybe from a football coach or dance coach. I don't know. Realize the impact that you have on your teenager with your models influencing your teenager's model, that same influence happened with you and your parents. So you have the power to make a change here. Uh, I remember listening to Dave Ramsey once upon a time. He is a finance, financial well-being coach. And he talked about being able to change your family tree with you. Being able to change generational poverty with you, yourself. Just 
starting to get a budget. Don't go into debt. All of his teachings now impact not only the family that gets out of debt, but their children and their children. This is the same with the model. There are generational models. I know in my family, like we believe certain things that now that I have these tools, I question some things and I'm like, wait, wait a second. I don't like the results that I get. Uh, just an example. Uh, uh, I don't want to offend anyone in my family, but some members of my family really like some conspiracy theories. And I'm not saying the conspiracy, conspiracy theory is right or wrong or true or false. I'm speaking from my own life. And when I focus on conspiracy theories, I get scared. I become the victim. I start focusing on all the things outside of my control. And that makes me even more scared. And so like I was able to identify, ooh, I don't like the results from this way of thinking in my own life. I don't like how this is showing up in my life. I am going to show up differently. And that will impact my kids. So I'm telling you, understand your own model. Observe it. Become aware of it. You cannot change your teenager's model. Their model is their business. Leave it alone. But you can change yours. You can develop this awareness and then this intentionality so that you can control how you show up and you can show up with purpose. And then you can just sit back and trust that, oh, okay, this will be beneficial to my teenager. They will at least have this example. So just to recap, we are herd animals. That's just how we've evolved and how you show up impacts people around you. Your model will be adopted to some extent by your teenager. And when you see that your teenager is struggling, you cannot go change their model but you can change yours. You can be intentional. If you want help developing this intentionality, I'd like to invite you to get on a free consultation call with me. My one-on-one coaching is full right now, but get on a free consultation. I can tell you when my next opening is, and I can also point you in the right direction for how to join our firmly founded parent coaching group. And that's a good place to start doing the groundwork, start becoming the parent of your dreams. All right. So if you want to book a free consultation, go to the show notes, the links there. You can also go to benpewcoaching.com slash mini. Or if you want to just sign up for the firmly founded parent the group coaching that I do with three other coaches, you can go to firmlyfounded.com slash parent. I look forward to seeing you inside and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon.